Our familiar gospel this day, the Sunday where we celebrate all saints, has often been summarized as the gospel that Jesus intends, which is a gospel that comforts the afflicted and afflicts the comfortable. Now, most of us who are in the Episcopal Church are actually what we call in the Christian tradition closet Pelagians. Pelagians are people who hearken back to an ancient heresy called Pelagianism. At one level, we in the Episcopal Church think we can earn our way into heaven by good works. And if you look at our history, you see a legacy of that. We work hard for the kingdom of God. And that's not necessarily a completely bad thing because we have built many institutions across the decades that are lasting. We have fed the poor. We have built educational systems. We have often been at high levels of government in our society. We have given generous. We have done all these things at some level, to perform for our God. Now yours truly is the world's best Pelagian ever. To illustrate that today, going through my mind as we got the liturgy underway, I realized we have the wrong color vestments this morning. Will God be pleased? <laughs> I forgot to notify the altar guild to put out the white vestments. And if you look closely at your bulletin, there's a typo in there. It says proper 27, but no, we are celebrating all saints today. So we are not in proper 27. I messed up. Do you think God will care? Believe it or not, I used to worry about these things even more than I do now. When I was a seminarian, I was just finishing my second year of seminary, and I had it in my head that I was God's gift to the church, if not to the world. And I went to apply for my clinical pastoral education programs. I sent out my applications online. That had just come into, into vogue. I waited and heard Nothing. Heard nothing. I thought my application was pretty impressive. Why weren't they calling me? And I began to worry. What happens if I don't get my CPE done? Will that delay my ordination? How will I explain that to my wife, who's working and supporting us as I go through seminary? Finally, I got a response from a CPE program in San Francisco. Turned out it was one of the best in the area, but it also turned out that my supervisor was not taking any of my performance good boy stuff. Not for a minute. I showed up for the interview and he sat down and we had a long conversation in which he told me all of the red flags he saw in my application. And he said, I'm not sure you're ready for this program. And I thought, now what can I do to impress him? So he said, I'll call you back for a second interview in a couple of weeks and we'll talk again. So I said, fine. 
went back, had another interview, and I thought I must have impressed him because he accepted me into the program. Then Jose, for the nine weeks that summer, would not be impressed by a thing I did in CPE. He drove me crazy. There was nothing I could do to please him. Nothing at all. At the end of the program, we sat down for my final review. And Jose said, Richard, he said, he used a little bit more colorful language than this, but he said, one of these days, you're going to work for a jerk, he said. And you need to remember to be yourself. He's one of the best teachers I ever had. And I still remember that. It took me six sessions of therapy after that summer to really figure out what he was trying to teach me. But it helped. <laughs> it helped. To re-engage, not with who I thought God wanted me to be, but who God made me to be. And that has continued to unfold over the years. It's the story of all saints. Jesus, when he comes to the motley crew of disciples, some of them are rich, some of them are poor, some of them are unsure, some of them are very certain about who they are, some of them are wondering what this man is about, some of them are convinced Jesus is the Messiah, but whatever it is that has drawn them to him, he speaks to them in this gospel passage today. And he reminds those who are down and out amongst his followers that they are blessed. And he reminds those who are comfortable that they need to look for woe to come. Because that is how the universe works. We will not be comfortable forever. And we will not be left hungry forever. Jesus turns to the people as they are. As God and the world and society and their choices have made them and accepts them, loves them even, and calls them not to perform for God, not to try to be something other than they already are, but instead to respond to the love that they are receiving with love in return and love for one another. And love is never a performance. Love is the offering of authentic self to the other. That is the life of saints. It is the life that we, each of us, are called to in our unique way. You are here this morning because you are called into ministry. And that ministry is not about performing. That ministry is about offering love to the other. And you offer it not to impress God. God doesn't need to be impressed by you. This is the hardest thing for me to understand. God doesn't need to be impressed by me. 
God doesn't care if I preach a stellar sermon or balance the books exactly right or fill this church to overflowing. And I want to say, but doesn't God care just a little bit? God does not need to be impressed by me, nor you. God loves you, full stop, as Desmond Tutu is fond of saying. God loves you, full stop. What God instead calls you to is to live into that love, to give yourself away with abandon, flaws and all. That will be transformative enough for you. And you will be who God called you to be. The saints across the ages learned this one way or another and practiced it. And we remember them not because they impressed God, because they gave witness to the love of God. And we were drawn to that, and our ancestors were drawn to that, just as the disciples were drawn to Jesus. Think back on the saints of my life, and I remember my grandfather, Stanley Coleman, and I have a vivid image seeing him standing in that country garden in the West Midlands of England, hands on his hips like this, gloves on, standing behind a wheelbarrow. Stanley was a self-educated man. He grew up in trade in London ran a floristry shop there for a number of years, barely missed being killed in the war when a German shell fell on the shop. And he was five minutes away. And then he did some writing. His books never sold a lot, but he helped support his wife, Rona, who ran a floristry school in rural England for over 20 years students from around the world. But at the end of the day, he was a gardener. And they had a huge garden. He was always running over with weeds and stinging nettles. But it was beautiful, and there were sweet peas on the dining room table each summer. There were wine berries that grew sort of wildly over the studio fresh strawberries and cream poured off the top of unpasteurized milk that was dropped off every day. And there was Stanley, my grandfather, self-educated, a wonderful chess player, very patient with his American grandson who was eager to please. And Stanley was probably one of the most authentic people I've ever known. 
He was no one else but who God made him to be. And the people of St. John's Pontley, where he served as warden for a number of years, loved him for that. So did a beloved vicar, Cecil, who came and spoke at his memorial service. And now I think he is remembered for being Stanley, who God made, authentic and loving to all his grandchildren and to his wife and to his children and to the community around him. Who are the saints in your life, living or dead? Are they not the most authentic people you know? This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R. S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for millvalley.org. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.